Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in. Here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business. Welcome into Defeating the Curse. Week one has arrived, boys. Can we get a golf clap all around? Football has returned, which means the podcast has returned. I know that makes some people upset, but not I, and not Stevie, and probably not FP. By the way, interesting story. Right before we hit go and went live, these two discovered that they were Eskimo brothers, which is going to be a fascinating hey, 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 little hey, twist hey. here in a little bit. Hopefully, we have some time and we can get into it. But we, we, I, we need like a, a subscription content. It's been absolutely right that behind that belongs behind a firewall, and there should be video. I hope one can only hope one can only hope and pray, Stevie, that we get there one day. But fascinating, just twist right before we hit record. Somebody said something to somebody, and somebody else acknowledged that they may also know that somebody. And it was oh, very football, fascinating. Football, but on, it's football season. Football. It's week one. It's week one. We kick off in, what, about, I don't know, three, four hours from now. We get a great matchup tonight, which, FP, I'm shocked to hear you're not that interested in, which is fascinating. It's only maybe the best AFC team and the best NFC team, but okay, whatever. Maybe maybe you're not into that thing. Maybe you're looking for a, you know, a who at who. We'll, we'll see. We'll get to that, too. So... Let, I'm hoping we can get to the commanders first. Then maybe one thing you're looking for this weekend across the NFL, one game that you got your eye on, one player, maybe a rookie or a veteran, somebody that switched teams, whatever, from both of you. And then, Stevie, you, you kind of hit me with a wild card yesterday. Stevie's going through a rewatch of Ballers, which for anyone that's been a fan of this show, the DTC podcast, FP and I did like weekly breakdowns if i'm not mistaken we were really into that show we tried to get the rest of these these you know fellas in and you know onto it and it just it clicked a little bit i think for some people not so much for others i think i think matt the met got into it but stevie's doing a rewatch here maybe stevie give me give me like i don't know like a two minute thing here like how far into the rewatch are you is this your first time through it or are you rewatching? No, rewatching. Okay. Um, two seasons in, towards the end of season two. Is this like a binge situation for you? You're like oh, just hammering through? Okay. It's a binge. Okay. And, uh, I mean, compared to House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones, I mean, these things, you knock these out in like 20, 25 minutes. You get 20 minutes of The Rock, a couple minutes of Tracy. She's she's delightful. And you got Ricky Jarrett. Ricky Jarrett's the best character in the show. No. Okay? Prototypical, wide uh, receiver, not... trying to get paid. FP, are you on Ricky? I'm on. I'm on Joe. I think Joe is. Joe makes the show. Joe makes the show. He's perfect. Um, He's perfectly timed one-liners everywhere. He's great. I think my favorite is actually the agent. Whoever Jason. plays the agent, Jason. Jason. I think he's actually my favorite because I feel like that's how all actual sport agents are. Where like, it's just like a shake their head and they're like, "Are you effing kidding me?" And then. Well, he, he gets better as the series goes on, right? And they, yeah, they go like to that more the Texas uh, linebacker kid or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it gets it gets better. It, you're not quite there yet, Stevie. But I, I'm going to join you in this rewatch, Stevie. Do feel- you know? Okay, trivia. Ricky Jarrett. Is it Ricky? Yes. Is played by who? Denzel Washington's son. I had no freaking idea. Yeah. That Denzel had a kid who was an actor. Who who act like not just an actor, but an oh, excellent, excellent actor. Very good actor. Yeah. He was in the book of Eli. I didn't know that. Yes. 
Although I get him and Michael B. Jordan confused a lot. Well, you should. That's. I know, I mean I, I know, but uh, there's a joke in there somewhere. But okay, all right. Let's let's get to the commanders because I I know we're I'm I'm actually really excited about this and and it's the week one situation. I went back and looked at our last year at our predictions last year. Stevie, you had them at eight wins last year. FP, you had them at nine. I, I had them at 14, so I was clearly way, way off. And this team, the defense, I know we talked about it. The defense, it's going to be worse. And Chase is an interesting It's an interesting situation with Chase, right? Like, no one's talking about Chase. I don't think he's four weeks out. I think he's probably six to ten weeks out. I don't know if you guys have a read on this. I mean, we're, we're all kind of consuming the same local media here in, in, in bunches when it comes to the, the defense in particular, but... I mean, Chase isn't going to play for a while. FP, I know this is something that, that you brought up, you and LP brought up as well. Like, if he's not there, what happens to this defense? Um, I, I think um, Smith-Williams is his backup right now, and then I think you have, like, Two Hill or whatever. They're they're formidable. They're, they're good enough, right? Like, you really just may, need to make sure that Sweat plays at an elite level. I mean, there's a lot of teams in the league that don't have two elite edge rushers. Um, so you could get by with that if Jonathan Allen, if Payne, and if somehow, some way, our trash linebackers can decide to actually play sound football. It has nothing to do with Chase or his position. It has everything to do with Ron Rivera throwing the dice on bringing back Bostic and hoping Jamin Davis and Holcomb can figure it out, which I truly believe they will not figure it out. We will get torched almost every week right there, that position. And I don't know how Ron is going to get out of discussing that week in and week out. I agree with you on that. And Stevie, I, I know we, we, you and I talked about this too. Like there's no, they didn't upgrade from a talent perspective pretty much anywhere on on the defense. So what they're banking on is players playing better than they did last year with the same coaching for the most part, which yes. is yeah. probably not going to be the best. And, and as FB just mentioned, there's a, there's a whole bunch of Jags filling in for, no, no pun intended, filling in for, um, you know, for Chase until he's back. But, you know, the only thing I'll disagree with you, FP, on is it, it's not just a random player, right? This is a, this is a, you know, your second overall pick from three seasons ago or two seasons ago, whatever it was, and you need him out there. Like you need him out there, right? The, the boo birds will be out in force for this defense. And it, it's going to, it's a compounding problem. If, and when he's back, if he's not a hundred percent back and able to do something, you know, it's, it's just I, a bad look. I, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Number one, for there to be boo birds, there's gotta be people in the stadium. They also need to be cheering for the, I, the how many people you think will be out there? 20,000. The team's gonna announce seven. No, 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 no. How many people? How many? How many actual <laughs> human butts and seats do you think we'll we will see? There will be seven thousand eight hundred and fifty-two Commander fans at FedEx. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, my number. Hold, would on, have been hold on, hold on. That's number one. That you're crazy. Number two, you just talked about Chase Young like he's Reggie White. Okay, the brother was on the field the entire season last season. Contributed nothing. Okay, so after the season, we, but I, I agree after, with yeah, you. Yeah. We already know the script they're going to write about him. He's going to miss the first four, six weeks. When he comes back, they're going to say he needs to get in shape. They're going to say he needs some time 100%. to address the defenses, whatever. He's going to have a poo poo season. We all know that's going to happen. FP just said there is a chance the defense steps up if every player on the defense ignores <laughs> everything they've done in their entire Ignore career. Ignore all your coaching. 
Yeah. Like, well, your boy Rizzo always says you are the back of your baseball card, right? These guys I, are exactly what they are, right? You always yeah. regress or return to the mean, always. And, and the fact of the matter is you have two levels. There are three levels of defense. You have two levels of below average talent and, and, and historical performance on the field. You have terrible linebackers. And you have a DB, you know, safety cornerback mix that's relying on journeyman William Jackson. That's got some young talent in Cam, but is is nowhere elite or nowhere is going to step up against CD Lamb and the Eagles. Can they be fifteen? Can they be half? Can they be? Can they be in the fifteen to twenty range? Is the question for me. They could. There's no reason to expect. No, what I'm saying is anything you you claim. You got them worse than that, FP. You got them like twenty five or or worse across the board. I'm I'm gonna put more of the blame on JDR than I will put on the actual players on the field. Ah, um, come on, Joe loves and says I'm Trumper. Come on. No, no. I mean, J. I mean, when you've spent as much equity of you as you've spent on this defense for JDR to not figure it out or to still have. Why are we still waiting like, on him to figure it out? Why is he still here? Well, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if I have to see JSW or Sweat drop back in coverage. I'm going to throw a chair at my TV. Like I understand sometimes schemes call for that, but you need to make sure that your defense is in the correct base call or whatever. And you need to have linebackers who are much more sh- sharper and or, or they, mentally uh, the, the linebackers are, I mean, they may be better off without them. They may just play, play like a nickel package all the time. Just a bit more DBs out there, basically. Yeah, but, uh, and, and, but I discussed that with, with LP, like we'll, we'll come out in a nickel package and then all of a sudden we're going to get gashed in the running game. Right. Uh, freaking Etienne for the Jaguars. Nobody knows what he's going to do. He's probably going to rush up a hundred yards against us in the first half. All of a sudden we're going to, freak out we're going to go back to base four three all of a sudden your linebackers are weak they're not going to be able to handle that and then boom uh t law is going to start digging thank you for ruining my my day thank you so much but yes you're, you're not <laughs> wrong but come on come on let's get off the coaching belichick lombardi couldn't do anything with these guys Belichick's a bum oh, third podcast so in a row oh, you, were you here for that were you here for that stevie this guy, bum. yeah yeah he, he's not he, he believes belichick is overrated it was all Tom Brady and Belichick. Belichick. No, it's all Tom Brady. Without. Did you hear Tom Brady open his mouth and, and give the most bizarre press conference this week about the stars and the moons and uh, the family and the kids and the water park and all this stuff? Everything except his wife. When you're 45, you, you, you know, stuff hits I mean, the he, fans, he, <laughs> just he sounded like an airhead, man. Like he sounded so this, this such a weird. But, He's only okay, been look, hit like four times. That's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not incorrect. And he's got, uh, look, we all play fantasy here. The it looks like uh your your boy Julio is gonna get the the tight end designation here, which is gonna make or break some people's fantasy rosters. It's a very interesting little uh little little twist here. But anyway, let's go through this commander schedule, and I want to do it quickly because man, it's depressing. Let's just go through it. I got you got the Jags in week one coming to DC. FP is that a win or a loss or a tie? It is a loss. All right, FP's got him losing. Stevie, win or loss? Yep, loss. Loss. I got him winning. All right. Then we go. Where are we going after that? We go. Uh, Commanders travel to Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Detroit. I'm not picking it. I'm going first. I'm going to say this is a loss because I'm, I'm all in on Detroit after watching Hard Knocks. Yeah. I, I shouldn't be up on this team, but they just, they're very interesting to me. So I got them losing in week two. FP, you got them winning or losing? 
I have them losing. Same exact reason. Just the great discussion on hard knocks. Stevie, losing win or loss? Hey, it ain't just us. The Lions sold out their season opener, standing room only. This could be the story of the NFL right there. They're clearly going to lose. Dan Campbell's going to rip. Dan Campbell, yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> okay, week three, Eagles come to town. Eagles come to D.C. I have them winning this game in an upset. Stevie? Loss. Loss. FP? Also with a loss. Also with a loss. Okay, this is trending poorly. We got Commanders going to the Cowboys on October 2nd. I have them losing this game. Stevie? I'm all out. Think on Brunel. The Think Brunel and Santana. Come on, in Dallas. I'm all out on the Cowboys. They'll sneak in a victory because they're. You got them beating the boys. Okay, FP. Win or loss? Loss again. Loss again. FP. Very slow start for terrible. the Commanders. All right, then we got Titans coming to town. FP. Do they win this game or do they lose this game? Hosting Tennessee. I think we actually win this game. Win this game somehow. The, you just went on this diatribe about how they can't stop anybody running and. Somehow they're going to stop uh, Derrick Henry. Have okay, you not been a uh, Washington football Stevie, fan? I know, I know, I know. The most losable game I know, on the I know. Stevie, win or loss on this one? Tennessee. Are they going to lose, may throw in a sexual assault uh, allegation against Dan Snyder okay. around this point of the season? Yes, this would be around the time when we start retiring jerseys and deflecting as much as we can. Right I have them winning. Awareness <laughs> I have them winning this game. Uh, after that, Commanders will travel to Chicago to face the Bears. I have them winning this game as well. Stevie, win or loss against the Bears? Bears are, w. Bears are terrible. FP, win yeah. or loss? W as well. W as well. Okay, then we go from one NFC North rival or uh, uh, opponent to another. Packers come to town on the 23rd. I have them winning this game. Of course you do. Of course. Stevie? Nope. Loss, FP? I'm giving it a win because we almost had them with Heineke. You would assume once we had them, the we teams. had them once upon a time with uh, Kirk, but that's a. I, I think we play okay against the day. All right, we got. Uh, let's see. We go from there. October thirty, Commanders travel to Indianapolis. It's the the Carson Wentz revenge game here. I guess um, I have them losing this game in Indianapolis. Stevie, uh, W. I don't know who the Colts starting quarterback is. It's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. It's a w, huge improvement. Two W's. Okay. Uh, wait, okay, FP, who you got? Win or loss? Uh, that's a loss right there. You've got them losing. Mm-hmm. Following week, Vikings come to town. Kirk's return to Washington, D.C. on November 6th. I have the Commanders losing this game. Stevie? Loss. FP? I have a win. I think Kirk chokes. <laughs> You're such a homer. Commanders travel right. to Philadelphia after that. FP? In Philly, win that's, or loss? That, that's a win. You don't lose to the Eagles twice. Okay. Stevie, win or loss? Loss. I'm all in on the Eagles. Stevie has them as a loss. I have them winning this game as well. I have them beating the Eagles both times. All right. We got – let's see where we go from there. Commanders go to Texas to face the uh, – to Houston to face the Texans. FP, win or loss against the Texans? That's a win. Stevie? Win. Who is their starting quarterback? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. He's – he should have been in D.C. Pretty He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Pretty good. All right, so we got three wins. That's the first time I think we all agree on a pick. We have them all beating the Texans. Okay. No, we agreed on the Bears. Oh, uh, yes, we did. You're right. Thank you. Okay, after that, we go to, uh, let's see, the Falcons come to town. Stevie, Falcons, do they beat the Commanders at home, yes or no? No, loss. Loss. FP. Win. Win. I have them winning this one as well. Commanders at Giants the following week. FP. 
Win. Stevie. Zero faith in the Giants. Loss. I have them losing that too. It's interesting. Okay. Uh, back-to-back Giants the following week in D.C. Stevie. Win. They play a home and home? Yes, they do. How's that well, there's a bye. There's a bye. It's a December 4 and then December 18. Oh, uh, no. Back at home after a bye win. So Stevie's got them winning. FP? Win. Win. Me too. Win on that one as well. FP's got them rolling into the playoffs. On the 24th, Commanders at 49ers. Stevie? All in on Trey Lance. All in. Okay, FP? Lost all credibility. Lost, but definitely not because of Trey Lance. I have them winning this one too. Okay. And then Joe has them got like 17 wins. Just, no, I don't. <laughs> I picked some losses this year. Browns at Commanders, January 1st. Stevie? Sean? Maybe. I think uh, it is. Commanders lose. Commanders lose. FP? Loss. I have Commanders winning. That, that, that team should not scare you. And then we end the season with the Cowboys, Stevie. Big in loss. DC. By, by that time, we're, we're, we're playing guys. We're playing young guys. I mean, we've punted on the season. FP? Lost to the Cowboys last game. I have them losing that game as well. Okay, I don't know if you kept track, but I will give you... I've got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've got eleven wins, which is a lot. It's pretty bad. Stevie, you've got one, two, three, four, five wins. Yuck. FP, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine wins. So five for Stevie, nine for FP, and eleven for me. That's really bad. That's not gonna I think, happen. I think that kind of stands with how our uh, fanhood yeah, goes. I guess. Real I guess. I guess. Point of view. It's a correlation of how many games I'm actually gonna watch. <laughs> it's this team as it, as the season progresses, it gets it certainly gets harder and harder to watch. But in week one, I think we're all watching week one. I'm curious to see yeah. what this offense actually looks like. John Dotson is listed as the as the uh, the wide receiver, right? He's the second receiver on the depth chart, which is interesting. It means they're gonna. Hopefully, work him in early, and I'm really interested to see what happens with with Gibson. I, I think fantasy aside, he's got to figure out the fumbling thing. I mean, he's too he's too intricate and critical to the team. They, they, he has to stay on the field. He has to stay on the field. I think the the bigger headline is if if Curtis Samuel is healthy, does play, and what he can do in a full game. If you can give me fifty percent of a Debo Samuel utilization or trickery, that'll be very exciting to see. But I mean, the funny thing about DC is I think JP Finley made this point. So it's not an original point, but we are, we, we haven't even mentioned Carson Wentz. You mentioned Gibson, you mentioned Samuels, and we were so excited by what's his name, Fitzmagic, last year. We were so, we were all in, and Carson Wentz is infinitely better than Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. And no one is talking about the fact that we have an above average quarterback for once in a generation. And so, that to me is what I'm watching. What does it look like to have a quarterback, a a a, a true arm talent in burgundy God. and whatever colors that we've decided to choose? But um, dark red and black, all white. Yeah, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I think the excitement for Fitzpatrick was more so because we knew it was like a one year rental. We knew he didn't cost us anything, and we were we. We saw how close we got with Heineke literally right before. So the excitement was was trending up. And then the devastation of losing him a whole season of Heineke. I think now we're like, well, well anything is better. So we don't really care at this point. Right? Oh, but, but plus, Wentz, the money, plus the money that came into it with Wentz. I don't think anybody's really 
Nobody's eager. And I was telling LP this, the headline will be the end of this season. Who did more with what? Did Baker do it in Carolina? Did Mitch do it in Pittsburgh? Or did Wentz do it here? Or did Matt Ryan have a better season at Indy than Wentz did? Like, There's a lot of headlines after the year that can make you appreciate or hate Wentz way more. But right now, he just kind of has a, a free pass. Right now, the only expectation is, don't suck more than Heineke. Like that's the but he bar. Can't, that's and I, but I don't think that's fair because Wentz is not, he's not a career backup. He's not an undrafted unrestricted free agent or a te- like a practice squad guy. He was, he was an injury away late in the season from being the MVP of the entire league with the Eagles. This isn't, this isn't a guy who you, I, I think it's not fair before that people just write him off like that. And frankly, there's a lot of these like preseason ranking lists that have him, he probably belongs somewhere between like 12 and 18 or somewhere somewhere in there you could probably make a case but some of these rankings have him at you know behind like backups that's not it's not that's not i mean to me it's not credible like he is he is a starting caliber all pro who was again an injury away from being the mvp of the entire league people i mean that that was a magical run for the eagles and that eagles team wasn't like overly stacked with talent. I mean, they had a they had a reasonable a reasonably strong running game, but you know, they didn't have stud receivers to the to the level that, you know, you could argue that he's got right here now in, in DC. This, is this the best I mean, receiving core he's ever had right now? Definitely the best receiving core he's had. Probably one of the better pass protecting lines he's had, but also okay. So he so he doesn't the, belong on the bottom of these rankings that have him 25th or no, worse. I I'll, I'll agree that the hatred that Wentz gets from the media is completely out of left field, right? It's because he's anti-vax. It's because of all this other stuff. I think that's what's driving his stock down when it comes to media. As far as commanders fans go. Is that still go, a thing? Yeah, for, you know, for some of the media Stevia, people. Stevie, yeah, I mean, but, we'll check in with our our, uh, our our blue leading correspondent here. Is it? Are we still keeping track? What what booster shot are we on now? Hey, don't tell me you're not afraid of Dark Brandon, okay? Don't, don't <laughs> even tell me, okay? <laughs> Don't even tell me. You know, hey, you're shaking in your boots for the midterm. Shaking, you shaking. Know, I, I might, like I might start racking up student debt just because I'll get it absolved uh, free of charge. We'll see. Hey, don't, don't hate, don't hate the game. But once, once is nice pivot. By very nice pivot there, FP. Yes, once, <laughs> once is the only quarterback, maybe in franchise history, that sniffed MVP discussion. Am I mistaken in saying that? No, I mean, Has there RG, ever I think been RG3 quarterback? probably was oh, in the mix. No, no, no. That, right? oh, yeah. MVP. Yeah. RG3 was a rookie. He wasn't sniffing MVP. He oh, was in the MVP. He, he, he was in the, yeah. MVP discussion. It was him and Kaepernick and, and Russell Wilson, right, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Let's, yeah, I mean, let's, let's, I'm not going to consider, he was, ne- RG3 was never close to winning MVP. He may have been discussed. Once was actually close to actually getting votes for MVP. Yeah. I think. Maybe. I don't know yeah. how you have to go back as far as far as like Sonny Sonny to get MVP. Nah, hey, 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 don't don't Heisman. Mark, hey, Mark Rippin. Hey, bite your tongue. Okay, Rippin was slinging it in '92. Um, Brad Johnson probably was in that conversation too. He had a great season here. No, they MVP. Had, they like MVP. I mean, uh, no. Listen, the, the reality is Sunday at four fifteen or four thirty. There's only. I'm trying to. How do I say this? There's no way to know if you're a good team because you're playing the Jaguars. There's only the possibility that you're a bad team. But even if yeah. you win, it doesn't say anything. It doesn't say you're a good team. You beat a bad team. So I, I think we're going to need to caution a little bit, certainly if they win, that rapid reaction of 
there's no way they can prove they're a good team on Sunday. Well, frankly, then that I love that argument, Stevie, and I actually haven't heard anyone else make that point, but it probably carries forward to the Lions as well. Like your first yeah. real opponent is the Eagles. Like leave the hard knocks effect now, aside for now a second, right? If you right? go 0 and 2 against Jags and Lions, the world burns. It burns are a bad Yeah, good goodbye, yeah. goodbye everyone. Yeah. Yes. But I, I'm surprised, Jared. Jared Goff, that, that's going to be a good Lions team. Well coached. Well, they, they've got good skill position, right? I mean, Goff, Goff, Goff to me is very much like Wentz. Like he's just kind of in the middle of the pack. He, he can make some throws. He, may, he has some, he has some misreads from time to time. He puts the ball in the dirt from time to time. But you know, he's got some talent at skin at skill positions there as well. Tight end, he's got a good one at wide receiver. He's got at least a good one, good one, and a running back. He's got two good ones. So, I mean, offensively they should be better. But again, the defense. I mean, if you can't stop anyone. They had the number two draft pick. Boy looks like a... I, I understand. Deal. I understand. Well, your boy in... I read the fascinating little stat on Sauce. Sauce Gardner. I don't know if you guys saw this. He plays for the... He was drafted by the Jets. I think right. fourth overall. Or he was a high pick. I don't remember what number, but he gave up zero touchdowns in his entire collegiate career. He gave up... He didn't allow a single catch during the preseason, right. which doesn't say a ton, except he wasn't even targeted one time. <laughs> like that yeah. is, and for the Jets, like they seem to find these corners from time to time, very much, you know, Revis Island it, kind of part two here. I'm, I'm fascinated to see what, what the stat line looks like for that Jets defense and him specifically, just because there's so much hype around him. But just to pivot back here and maybe segue into some, in another topic, do either of you have the commanders in the bottom five teams? I, I want to do top five, low five. Maybe we start with low five here first. I don't have the commanders in my bottom five. Do either of you have them in your bottom five? Stevie, where do you have them? Maybe get your, let's get your list first if you've got it, if you've got it handy. Um, I mean, I'm surprised. I, five, I mean, FB, how close to the bottom did you have them? Uh, I have them... In like the 23, 24. Yeah, it's, I'm thinking it's somewhere. To me, my bottom five is clearly, is like markedly worse than the commanders. Um, I mean, I, here, I'll give you my five and then we'll, let's, let's compare from there. So my bottom five, no specific order. The Giants, the Jets, the Bears, the Seahawks, because of the quarterback situation there, and the Falcons. And out of that group, I would say the Falcons have the Falcons and the maybe the Jets have an opportunity to get out of it the quickest. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens with the Jets. Um, but I think for me, it's uh, those are kind of the worst five. And I think they're much worse than the Commanders. FP, what do you, who do you have in your bottom five? Uh, Seahawks, Giants, for sure. I, I'm just, I don't think the Giants are going to be well coached at all. So Seahawks, Giants. Uh, and then you go Bears, Jets, um, and Jags. And I only say Jags because they, they still have to prove it. Right. So I, I think they're fantastic on paper, but until they can show that they can win more than four games in three seasons, they're just going to stay down there. So you got the Jags maybe exiting that, that. Yeah. The, the Jags will be the first exit of the bottom five. All right. Stevie, Probably. who you got? I want, I'm, and I'm curious now. I, I think it's similar. I got uh, no particular order. Bears, Falcons, Jags, Texans, Commanders. And it, it holds in line with the Commanders' wins. I picked them to win five. I think probably four of those games are against the teams I mentioned Yeah, in my bottom five. And I think the, the Commanders are on the cusp of last five. They're the last team. See, I just – but the Commanders, the Commanders have gotten close 
to that 500 mark in the post Alex Smith time period with such such terrible play with with backups of backups covid ridden injuries across the board the and tougher bad, schedule last year too and the yeah tough schedule and just subpar qb like we love heineke but let's be honest it's subpar qb play yet somehow some way you finish relatively close to 500 some of these teams that were saying in the bottom five they can't get to four wins but, but I, I think the reality of the NFL is the difference between a 7-10 and 10 team or a 6-11 and 11 team, there's still 17 games, right? The difference between a 6-11 and 11 team and a 9-9 nine and nine team, is min, a 9-8 and eight team is minuscule. Right. You know, so but you the difference from, from a 7-win team to a 4-win team, I think that's much larger. I mean, I'd rather is win it? 9. I'd rather win 9 than 6, unless you're unless yeah. you're doing the draft thing. Then, okay, maybe, maybe you don't have to. I'm saying the, the – the, 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 what could take a team over six wins to nine wins is very little. You can't even see it. I mean, it's how the ball, how the kind of chips fall. It's kind of how the ball bounces. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But a, a four-win team, right, plus or minus one. Let's say everything's plus or minus one. A four-win team is much worse yeah, than a seven-win team. I mean, Stevie, I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I think it's, I think there's more nuance to it as well. Like the Giants are going to lose probably by an average most of their games. These teams, like the Fal- the Seahawks, the Seahawks is a good example, right? The Seahawks are probably going to lose by two touchdowns a week, right? I, I don't think the Commanders are two touchdowns a week worse than their opponents. I, I don't, I don't. Mm, I think they'll they'll lose maybe, but they'll lose, you know, by a field goal. Look, look how many games last year they lost at. You know, either the last drive of a game to an opponent, and the year before right. that too, like, like number of gut wrenching losses. Yeah, like at the gun or or the last possession or the last couple frames. Like they're they're good enough to hang to be in a position. Maybe if the ball, to your point, if the ball bounces their way, they can win a game that they're not supposed to. But they might also lose a game that they they should. I think that's a bottom five. I mean, there's offense, defense, and special teams. There's only three facets of the game. I think that is a very it's a bottom five defense. And I think the offense, and I'm really worried about the offensive line, something we haven't talked about at all. Everyone looks at the skilled players and Doxon and Samuels and Gibson. No, you're you're ranked pretty well on the O line. You you're doing your big boys are, are getting it done, right? And they're better and I think, than better than fifteen. I think pro football focus has us as like one of the, the top five pass pro lines. And then as far as run blocking, I, I think you're Top ten ish, maybe. I mean, you you have, but your running numbers will be will be diminished if the if specifically if Gibson can't stay on the field. Uh, right, but I, this is also going to be the first time that Gibson gets to any of our running backs get to line up with true deep threat. Yeah, on the on like accompanying them, right? Like you have Terry plus Dotson plus Curtis plus an actual arm. Maybe week one they don't respect that, but by week two, week three, if we take three to four 20-yard-plus shots, you yeah, have to. If the offense can consistently get over 21, 24 points, they're going to be in a position to win some of these games, even with a bottom five defense. And, Stevie, I agree with you. I think the defense is going to be teetering towards the bottom of the – you know, but we saw the Chiefs almost win a Super Bowl with a bottom five defense, right? I mean, it can be done. Now, I'm not comparing the two, but – offensively that is but they'll be in enough of these games and they have enough bad opponents on this schedule that they should be i hope in the mix like somewhere between your five wins and my 11 wins right is somewhere right around 
or nine or whatever, right? FPs, nine wins. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Exactly. So, okay, that was the so low five. It's a mix of Giants, Jets, and trash. What what about on your top five? Uh, FP, you got your top five? Yeah, I can give it to you. It's uh, Rams, no particular order. It'll be Rams, Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Chiefs, Chiefs, Bengals, Packers. I'm dropping the Bucks out. I don't know why the Packers or the Chiefs are in there. Okay, Stevie. Uh, let's do the ones I agree on. Bills, Rams, uh, Bengals, um, Packers. Why are you guys so high on the Packers? And the San Francisco 49ers. Ah, uh, no. It's so hey, hey what, is, what good has ever come out of sleeping on uh, – uh, 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 Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan team. Yeah, on Kyle. <laughs> Shanahan and a running quarterback combo. You're, that's a good point, I guess. Okay. The magic of 2012 will be recreated, and they got Debo. He's got toys to play with. Oof. And hey, mm. I will never go against number 71. See, I can't say nothing about the O line for the skin commanders because number 71 ain't lining up. Skin left commanders. <laughs> skin commanders, Stevie. Yes, <laughs> skin commanders. Who is our left tackle, by the way? Leno, I believe. Yeah. Oh, Jay Leno. Charles, he's one of our captains. Jay Leno. He's actually man. really good too, Stevie. No, he's pretty good. Stop, but he signed a big extension. He's all about the money. He he's also very active on Twitter and does very nice things for the community. No, you're thinking of his wife. She's also on Twitter and does very nice things for the community. Yes. Yes. All right, I'm giving you my top five: Bills, Rams, Bengals, Chargers, and Saints. I think people are sleeping on the Saints. The Jameis clip. Please tell me you watched. Did you did you watch the the Jameis clip? Or he was explaining how the human body um, is symmetrical. I don't know. Somehow I, he I said am, his wrist is connected to his shoulder and his shins. I don't. The the body language and the the fluidity and his it just I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't look away. I watched that clip so many times. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of high on the Saints. That defense is really 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 good, how and that division high? is really 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 bad. It's a brand new coach with Jameis Winston. Nobody knows what Michael Thomas is going to do. And Alvin Kamara is or isn't suspended six games. He's out for six. He's out for six. But they're but they, they get to beat up on the Falcons. They get to beat up on I mean the Bucks, yes, will challenge them, but Carolina's really bad. I mean, there's four baked in right yeah, there. Carolina I, with Baker, you don't know. I mean, honestly, that's one of the ones I'm really excited to see because I feel like that that offense could be something special or so, at least something interesting to watch. But I, yeah, I'm I'm kind of high on the Saints. I mean, they're, they're the most likely to exit the top five, probably heading into week two. The Chargers also. Chargers, are, you know, we we had this conversation many times last year. Week they, uh, I I think I think I think this could be the year that they make a, a little bit of a take a, a little bit of a step forward. I'm not big on the on the Chiefs personally. I think they. I think people are under undervaluing the effect of someone like Tyreek being gone. I mean, MVS mm. is not going to go catch the ball the way that that Hill did. He's he's not going to be able to do it. And frankly, the Mahomes there's, cuteness there's in the pocket. Why is there too many weapons? What are the too many weapons? What are the too many weapons? Kyle Shanahan team. You can't sleep on an Andy Reid team, right? You still have Mahomes. It's still Andy Reid led. You still have Kelsey. Uh, MVS. I don't is think there. they're better they're than the Bengals, and they're definitely not better than the Bills. If Juju Smith-Schuster can do what he did with a 40,000-year-old, broken-armed Ben Roethlisberger, who knows what he can do with Mahomes? Like, Yes, Tyreek was amazing, but there's still a lot of love for Do you have them higher than the Bengals? Do you think they're better than the Bengals today, right now? No. I would put them at four and Packers at five. Yeah, and why are you both on so high on the Packers? Is this the the Aaron effect or is this something else? Because you would imagine that that offense is going to take a step back. 
without uh, Devonta. I I think what third year in this offense, right? Third year in this offense, plus just Aaron Rodgers always having a chip on his shoulder. I, I just I you just can't bet against him. You can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. Like I can take out Tom Brady, who I think is falling off this cliff by week five, week six of old age. You think it's done? This is, this is I, it. I think he has half a season of elite, and then it falls off sharp. You think? I mean, there's no way we see him retire halfway through the season, right? You think he'll play it out? No, it, it'll it'll be like the the final act of Peyton, right? Where maybe the team carries him, but shell of himself. Okay, okay. Stevie, is there one matchup that you're you're really looking forward to this weekend? Or I mean, the, I was surprised. I was surprised when we were getting ready to go here, and I I threw out tonight's game, and neither one of you were really excited about it. It's a great matchup to start the season. I got it's you. You're gonna have to have matchup. moment of silence for the queen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, moment of silence for the queen. But they got I just king. Come on. It's it's Princess Dies Oldest, right? The one that didn't run away from the family? King Charles the Third, I think is his name. Mm. Nobody he's, cares. Come on. I, 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 big I, I, I care about royal weddings. Talk to me when there's another one of those. That might be the most basic thing you've ever said. I mean, what I, you really want, uh, uh, I mean, what are you watching? Game. Are you watching? Are you, are you looking for? Are you looking forward to seeing Russ go back to Seattle or Baker face his old team? I don't really care so much about that one. I'm curious to see what the Panthers actually look like. Not not so much the the rematch. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is there something that caught your eye? Like you know, Lions opening up after Hard Knocks? I don't know. I, I, this tonight's matchup to me is is probably the best one of the weekend. I'm I'm surprised you guys are are kind of sleeping on it a little. So bit. So I'm actually the the most excited I am is. Raiders Chargers uh, because you have that game last year where neither team wanted to win right they just kept going and going and going and you needed the overtime loss or whatever like you had all that news neither team really wanted to get that W to get into the playoffs and then just seeing what the Raiders can do with Devontae Adams with Waller how Carr can uh, step up if he truly gets to like a top five elite QB move. I mean, he loves his deep shots. It's the post John Gruden era, like for a full season, full off season. I'm interested to see how they do against a, a Justin Herbert and a, a potent Chargers offense. I mean, that one I'm looking forward to. I love the time slot that it's in too, but I, I like the idea of the Patriots going to Miami. I'm excited to see what Tua and and Tyreek kind of look like, and what that. I mean, if the weather cooperates, if it's a if it's all rained out, then I, I probably won't tune into that or, or really care that much. But I'm also look, looking forward to uh, Bucks at Cowboys. I think that's the second year in a row we get that to start the season on a Sunday night. I think we will learn a lot about one of our division rivals in the Cowboys, and we will learn a lot about the, that Bucks team right away. I think when you see Brady with the full complement of the offensive weapons that are now in place, we'll, we'll know whether they can do it or not. And and the Cowboys, for better or for worse still a good defense i mean it, it should be a top 15 12 10 7 ish defense maybe even better if they if they stay healthy and they, they really find a rhythm um but that one's got some 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 really interesting firepower on both sides of the ball the bucks defense should be worse this year than it was last year so it'll be interesting to see if dak has any you know how they how they deploy like cd lamb you know and and what what what's left of zeke at this point like there's a lot of questions i think get answered during that Sunday night game. And I, I like that. I like that matchup to, to kind of end yeah. the, the Sunday run. Yeah, There's also I, one hidden game you're missing too. Wait, don't I'm say sorry, it. I'm going to say it. Ah! 
Damn you. Go, go, go. I didn't say it. Take I, it. I thought I heard you say it. Bucks Cowboys, I think, will be a great it, – it's going to show you the pecking order of the NFC very, very quickly, and that will be a good gauge of where things are at in the NFC. I think the most exciting game of the week could be in that same time slot that FP was talking about Raiders-Chargers, but I think could be a shootout Kansas City-Arizona. And I think you – I'm dying to see Juju with Mahomes, see what that looks like, Kyler Murray off the big contract. I think it could be just the kind of guns blazing opening week. Uh, you know, 40, 45 of, game. Yeah, exactly. I think it could be really fun to see both those guys go at it and uh, potential early MVP uh, uh, look at Kyler and, and Mahomes, see what Mahomes can do without Tyreek too. Well, Mahomes, the, the cute, the cute stuff in the pocket, he's got, he's got to get away from that stuff. Right. I mean, we saw that a lot of that last season too. So yeah, I mean, that, yeah, but if, if it works, it works. And I think Juju it, I, I don't think it works. Than Tyreek was. Well, He's got to get away from his brother. Uh, it's different. Yes. That's and is the brother still like dancing on the, the internet? Or is that is that only during football season? FPZ doing that on the gram? I, I don't know. Uh, uh, that That's the TikTok generation. I don't, I don't follow those. <laughs> I love how every half generation hates on the one right after it. <laughs> I'm, I'm what they call a geriatric millennial. I, I can't do it. Uh, do you guys want to? I mean, do you have a team that you really think is is Super Bowl bound? I mean, everyone's really hot on the Bills right now. I mean, they the only thing that they needed to upgrade this offseason was their their middle linebacker like position, and they did with Von Miller. I, I mean, that team is as complete as I think we have seen in a long time. I, I'm I'm really buying into the Bills hype. Is there any other team that you just look at and you're like, hey, this this team is really really good? Just you know, think, a level above everyone else. I think you have to go back to the to the Bengals because they had, they addressed their biggest weakness, which was offensive line and how much Burrow was getting destroyed. They went out, they did exactly what they needed to do. They shored up that O line. So then now, what's stopping them? I mean, solid running back, solid QB play, one of the best wide receiver rooms. Uh, I mean, the Steelers aren't what they used to be. They can easily get out of that division. I don't think the Browns will compete. I don't think the Ravens and all their Lamar drama competes. The the Bengals. Well, he's, he's going to shut down the drama fight. apparently tomorrow. He's given yeah. the team till Friday. I don't know how I feel about him negotiating his own contract. I kind of like Russell it. Wilson, Russell Wilson screwed him over Why? by accepting his contract with Broncos. Why does that hurt him? Because I mean, Russell Wilson essentially said. The market's at whatever. Yeah, but I mean, Russell Wilson has the resume. What does Lamar have? Uh, I think it's hard. MVP? To, one MVP? I mean, he is that offense, right? I mean, there, there's no... I guess you can make the same argument for most quarterbacks, but yeah, I mean, okay. Okay. So you're you're high on the Bengals, but they're not very than, high. But they're not the the better than the Bills. Someone's going to have to take on the Bills and knock them out for the Bengals to sneak through. I, I don't think they're better than the Bills, but I think it could be... I mean, the league changed the rules. The, the league changed the the overtime, overtime rules for the Bills, right? Because yep. they, they you can't you can't have that happen anymore, right? So I, I don't know. I, I I think on the NFC side, Stevie, if you have one, jump in here. But I'm I'm actually really I'm I'm very interested to see what the Vikings do as well. Like there's a there's a lot of hype on that offense too. Like if Dalvin's healthy and if if Jefferson's healthy and if Kirk can Kirk his way through. You know, Kirk the, will always be 500. That is a guarantee. What do you want from Kirk? I think he's going to pile up wins on a, on a softer schedule. And I think they're going to, I think they might be in a position to do something uh, more interesting than, than usual. And this is his last season, right? AOC. This is his last season, right? A, a, a new 
a new coach and coordinator that like likes him. But this is it for him, right? There's no. I, I believe he's a free agent after this season. I think this is the I end of the run. AOC, AOC is a hot Latina, man. What, what are you talking about? Get out of politics. This is KOC. Okay. <laughs> he hears what he wants to hear, FP. He hears what he wants to hear. <laughs> should we talk about the thing we were going to talk about before? Or should we let that? Should we leave that for after the show? Okay. Well, let, Steve, Stevie's giving me the finger. It's time to wrap it up. Any final thoughts, Stevie? Anything? Anything? Any one thing you're watching oh, out for tonight? Let's enjoy this this night. Yes. Welcome back, football. FP. How about from you? Anything from you as we wrap up? Um, it's going to take a lot to bring my hopes back up after we lose to the Jaguars. I mean, it's, it's not going to be pretty for anyone, to be honest, if we lose this week, I, I'm with you on that. They, they have to find a way to win this. They have to, it needs to be a, a win, win, like a 28, six win. I can't, don't it give has, me 14 yes. to 12. Yeah. And, and they have to do it because if, if the, you think the attendance is bad in week one, just wait to see what happens when the Eagles come to town two weeks later. September 25th could be literally a sea of, of moldy green jerseys everywhere because Especially no one will be there. 0-2 versus 2-0, which could very Oof. easily happen. Oof. Okay, well, let's put a bow on the show. Thanks for making time. Stevie, thank you for making time. We did our top five, our low five. We're all watching Bills and Rams tonight. Should be a great one. Welcome back, football. Welcome back, podcast. Thank you, boys, for making time. Until next time, my name is Joe. Thank you, FP. Thank you, Stevie. The show can be found on every streaming platform, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Google, Apple, Podbean, TuneIn, you name it, we are there. Just search for DTC or Defeating the Curse. You can also find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube if you want to watch the show live. We're always happy to uh, engage with anyone that has any comments or questions for us. But until next time, we are out. Welcome back, football. We will see you later.